0: Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company.
1: This is Politico Energy. I'm Kelsey Tamburino. Since Russia invaded Ukraine and took over two of the country's nuclear power plants, Zaporizhia and the decommissioned Chernobyl plant, Ukrainian leaders and media have tried to alarm the whole world that Russia wants to commit nuclear terrorism. But nuclear experts have struck another tone, saying that while Russia's conduct is dangerous and concerning, Ukraine's nuclear facilities do not pose an immediate Europe-wide threat. Today, Politico Europe's Louise Guillaume on how those two different risk assessments, one of complete alarm from Ukraine and one of more serious concern from nuclear authorities, have created a dilemma for Ukraine's allies. It's Tuesday, March 15th.
0: So we've seen since the start of the war, uh, Ukrainian leaders, and especially the president of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky, warn about the risk of a new nuclear catastrophe that would have Europe-wide consequences, like a second Chernobyl, and in the very first days of the war, and especially after the Russians' troops took control of the decommissioning Chernobyl power plant north of Ukraine. And we've seen this, especially after Russian troops, this time seized Europe's largest operating nuclear power plant, the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, which is composed of six reactors, and since Russian troops have seized these two plants, the rhetoric of uh, ukrainian leaders the messaging has been really insistent on the risk of a new nuclear catastrophe or threat of a nuclear accident that would have consequences not only in ukraine but also outside of ukraine so in neighboring eu countries and also nato countries Mm -hmm. and those
1: messages are pretty alarming but what are nuclear experts saying about the risk assessment with those two plants, Chernobyl and Zaporizhia?
0: Exactly. So these are alarming messaging from the Ukrainian authorities. But when you talk with nuclear experts, they're not underestimating this risk, but they have just maybe a different assessment. So what the nuclear experts I've been talking to are saying is that at the moment, unless there is active sabotage, there is not High risk of catastrophe like Chernobyl. Obviously, nuclear power plants are not designed for war zones. But experts are saying that if there was like one missile that would hit the shell if of the of the reactor, the shell would be able to sustain that that hit. But if you actively bomb a nuclear reactor with the intent of blowing it, then, you know, it's a different story, obviously. So how has
1: Russia responded to these warnings from Ukrainian leaders then?
0: Russia has been denying any intent of planning a nuclear catastrophe or any intent of taking operative control of any of the facilities, the nuclear power plant in Ukraine, And it has been denying any accusation from the Ukrainian government of nuclear terrorism.
1: What about Ukraine's allies, especially Western nations?
0: How are they reacting to this messaging? So we've seen different reactions from different Western leaders. And the International Atomic Energy Agency and National Nuclear Safety Agency have been taking these concerns extremely seriously. But we've also seen other Western leaders that have been more careful with assessing the risks of a nuclear incident, notably from the U.S. side, for instance, or we've seen French President Emmanuel Macron call for a ceasefire just for the sake of guaranteeing also nuclear safety in the country. One thing that is interesting is that the International Atomic uh, Energy Agency's head he has been engaging in talks with the russians and the ukrainians to try to come up a framework that would guarantee the safety and security of all nuclear facilities in the country during the war and that would put in place rules for making sure for example that the operating staff is rotated regularly that communications are sustained so that we have updated and accurate information about the state of and the safety of all the nuclear facilities in Ukraine. Because obviously, if something was to happen, it is likely it will be localized to Ukraine, but still a very big catastrophe with impact on people and the environment. That would be devastating.
1: Also, Senators Joe Manchin and Susan Collins will oppose Sarah Bloom Raskin's nomination to the Federal Reserve's job of overseeing banks. That's what the two moderate senators announced on Monday, Manchin first, then later Collins, in a major blow that could doom her path to confirmation. For context, Raskin has been a proponent of putting a greater focus on the financial fallout of climate change— And her nomination has been stuck in the Senate Banking Committee because of a Republican boycott. Now, even if Raskin's nomination is able to get out of committee, she would need at least one Republican to support her to be confirmed. This is not the first time that Manchin has offered game-changing opposition to one of President Joe Biden's nominees. He also opposed Neera Tanden to be Biden's budget chief, eventually sinking her nomination after she was unable to rally any Republican support. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morning Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Kelsey Tamburino. We'll see you back tomorrow.
0: Did you know that Chevron is working with partners in California to convert the methane from cow waste into renewable natural gas that, one day, can help fuel trucks across the nation? Find out more at chevron.com forward slash RNG.